Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, we do this every Thursday. Go around the league, take a look at the latest issues that are plaguing the league, and we address them. Normally, it's with three of us. Today, it's with two of us. Paul Sarah in for Kang. Let's go, Paul. Well, the biggest news coming out of the NFL yesterday was the somewhat shocking announcement by the Broncos that they were benching quarterback Russell Wilson for the final two games of the season and the reports that were that they were going to cut him in March when the new league year starts. So where does Russ play for – who does Russ play for in 2024? First of all, I am – I was really shocked about this because um, the last two games of the season for for Denver are against the Chargers and at the Raiders. So those are two winnable games you'd think you'd want to keep going for for the playoffs' sake because this team was playing awfully well right up until the point that they uh, got beat by the Lions. So that surprises me in the first part. Uh, however, they did what they did. It's clear they're going to move on from him. And that means that some team's going to be able to get him for cheap next year because he's already guaranteed some money. So he can sign a, a much smaller contract. And a team that I think would be benefiting from that would be the Minnesota Vikings. I think you put him in this division, you get those receivers to work with. And um, I, I could see the Vikings not going back after Kirk Cousins because that's going to cost too much money. Why not take a much smaller uh, option with Russell Wilson? It may only cost you, say, $10 million for a year. Try it as an experiment, and maybe you got a high enough draft pick where you can see somebody that uh, suits you in the draft. So I've got two scenarios for you on that. I think Atlanta would make a good would make sense because yep. they got a bunch of young talent on rookie contracts. And I think, what do you think about the Patriots? If they keep Belichick, he tried it with Cam Newton where he's like, I'd want a veteran instead of a young guy. Well, he tried it with the young guys, and that didn't work for him either. Yeah, I don't think it works with Russell Wilson and Bill Belichick, and I think Bill Belichick's out, but that's a whole other question that's not on the list today, but it's something we've addressed in the past. So another story coming out of the NFL yesterday, a much weirder story, is that the Packers have suspended cornerback Jair Alexander for their upcoming game against the Vikings due to a coin toss incident <laughs> in their last game against the Panthers. Do you think a suspension was warranted? Yeah, um, you know, they, they took the captaincy away from him, so he's not supposed to be out there for the coin toss. He goes out there. Not only does he go out there, he actually makes the call on the coin toss. So they, they suspended him for, what, conduct detrimental to the team or whatever it is. Uh, players were laughing. He's out there, and he, they know he's not supposed to be, so they're laughing about it. So it undermines the credibility of the, of the head coach, LaFleur. Plus, LaFleur sa said afterwards, what, it's never just one thing. I believe him. It's not just one thing with this guy. It's it's a lot of things, and and I think it's uh, it's clear he's frustrated with how the season's gone. And look, if you want out, you're going to find a way out. Well, yeah. Apparently, his his reasoning behind it was that they rotate captaincy week to week to begin with, and he wanted to be out there because he's from Charlotte, and they were playing in Carolina, so he wanted to be out there for the coin toss. Not good for you. you. You you can want to, but if they didn't want you to be there, then you're not. So uh, Brock Purdy's MVP odds took a huge hit after his four-pick performance in the 49ers' 33-19 loss to the Ravens on Christmas night. 
Lamar Jackson, who led his team to that victory, is now the betting favorite. Who do you think is the MVP? You know, I love these. The MVP stuff is is it's funny. It's like the Heisman Trophy, right? You know, every, it, week by week towards the end of the season, it's a different candidate each week because somebody's going to have a, a laying egg for a game and someone's going to have a nice game. And it, it's really who plays the best game at the end of the season gets that trophy. Um, but for the NFL, it's different than the, than the Heisman Trophy. In college, it's just simply for the best player. In the National Football League, it's the most valuable player. So who's most valuable to the team? And you can certainly make the argument that Lamar is. But I'm going to go a different route. And I don't like doing this, particularly after I hung up a guy who was a San Francisco fan yesterday. Um, I just had enough. I didn't care. I don't, nobody cares what you think. Um, but because we're doing an NFL question, I'm going to give credit to Christian McCaffrey. He's got 1,900 yards from scrimmage at this point. He also has 21 touchdowns. You know, they went through their their three-game stretch where they lost three games in a row in the middle of the season. He was still kind of productive, averaging around 100 scrimmage yards a game at that point. Um, but they obviously had other injuries to deal with. He was playing through it. And I, I just think it's Christian McCaffrey. I can make a case for one of the players for Miami. I really like Mostert. Uh, what he's done has been spectacular. Tyreek Hill. I mean, how do you not say Tyreek Hill? To a tongue of Iowa, but Tua's got the you know these guys to work with. But for me, it's Christian McCaffrey with Tyreek Hill right behind him. I don't know what you what your opinion is on this one, but I, I to me it's it's going to sound biased if I say it, but I think it's Tyreek Hill because I mean because you're a Dolphins. Fan. He's been dynamic. Like if it wasn't for injury, he still might be able to break Calvin Johnson's yeah. record, but he would have easily broken it. He's got what sixteen hundred yards receiving and twelve touchdowns. It's it's been pretty impressive and doing it with a gimping ankle for the last couple weeks. The Kansas City Chiefs currently seem to be in disarray. Mahomes is constantly losing it on the sidelines and seems to have no trust in any of his weapons not named Kelsey. Can Andy Reid right this ship in time for the playoffs, or is it just not their year? I just don't think it's their year. They're um, they're a good football team, not a great football team. They have a great quarterback, but the great quarterback to be where where he's at at the Super Bowl level, he needs more weapons than just Kelsey and um, you know, Rice is is nice, but when you're relying on Kadarius Tony, you're in trouble. You know, when you've got running backs unreliable, you're in trouble. And frankly, you know, Mahomes has been in the league for a long enough time here that I think teams have started to figure him out a little bit, and he's forcing some things. It's just not the year. They don't have the weapons. They're not going to have home field advantage after the first round either, so that's the way I look at it. Um, they're going to have to add something to the mix next year to get them back into Super Bowl contention. I don't really understand why Kadarius Tony's still on their team. They don't have other options. I guess that's what it comes down to. The Eagles snapped their three-game losing streak with a 33-25 win over the Giants, but they made the game way more difficult on themselves than it needed to be. Something seems to be off with the Eagles right now. Could it simply be boiled down to the loss of Jonathan Gannon being a bigger deal than anybody thought? Again, it was a D.C., and he was a D.C. for Philly for a couple years in 21 and 22. And obviously, Philadelphia had a very feared defense. This year, not so much. Um, I don't know if it's him as much as it might be the festering problem that is Matt Patricia in your organization. You don't want Matt Patricia in your organization. I think it's simply that on the defensive side. But really, to me, the problems are, okay, if your defense isn't good, then your offense should be. And you've got a, a pretty good quarterback. You've got some really good weapons to work with. What are you doing there? And Jalen Hurts has regressed to the point where he's an average quarterback now. His quarterback rating is below 90. Um, 
he's just he's not doing the things you would expect him to do. And I, I think that's the bigger problem for them. Although, I mean, it's a, it's a big problem to have the defense you expected to be awesome, and it isn't, despite all the players they have there. Maybe it's just hanging another year on Darius Slay, hanging another year on you know on Sweat and some of these other guys they have there. But I'm going to go back and look at the offense, and you had an MVP candidate and, and Jalen Hurts, and, and he's just not getting it done. And I know they're always going to say there's no time to panic, but to me, if you're making Matt Patricia a priority in any part of your organization, you're panicking. Yeah. You're holding up a sign saying we're panicking. That's a problem. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. With playoff spots still up for grabs in both the NFC and AFC, which made it in by the skin of their teeth type team has the best shot at a postseason run? Well, I think the easy button to go with is the Rams because they played so well lately. I think we're winning five of the last six games. So I'm not going to hit that button because I don't think that's getting in by the skin of your teeth. I think that's getting in because they're they're just breaking a door down. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. They're playing for their coach. They really like him. And they want him to be the next head football coach. And if Pierce isn't the next coach at Raiders, then I'm sorry. It's, it, the ownership is worse than I than I thought it was, and it's not good to begin with. Um, Antonio Pierce needs to be the coach of the Raiders. You got a guy that everybody's playing for, and it's happening down the stretch, and you just beat Kansas City at Kansas City. I think this team is really going to try to fire it up and, uh, and win these last two games to get into the playoffs. It's going to make you wonder if – if uh, Davis learned his lesson, because before he hired, uh, he had the interim coach. Yeah, and the team was really the special teams coach, well, and Rich Pisaccia or whatever. Yeah, and everybody loved him, and they were playing well with him. And then they didn't give him the job. Well, that didn't work out so well, did it? No, it did not. And finally, call your shot right now, Gator. Which seed will the Lions end up with in the NFC? It's a great question. This is something we're probably going to talk about a lot tomorrow uh, as we get ready for the game on on Saturday. Um, You know, you got your head and your heart. My heart knows this team can compete with Dallas. They can compete. It's indoors. It it helps them out. It looks like they're healthy, although Taylor Decker uh, did not practice yesterday. He's nursing a groin injury, but he was limited the other day. I just think it's normal maintenance with the offensive line. I expect them to be healthy. I think they got a shot to beat Dallas in Dallas, but I still lean that Dallas wins the game. So because of that, I think they're locked into a three seed, and I'm fine with it. They're hosting a playoff game at this point. The rest of the regular season, to me, it's house money. You know, you want to take a hit on 16? Go ahead, take a hit on 16. I, I agree with you. I think they're locked in at three, and I kind of think, and this may be crazy, the Lions go on a bit of a smite tour. They take out Matt Stafford and the Rams in the first round, and then they take out Matt Patricia and the Eagles in the second. Oh, look at that. I like it. Spiteful. Spiteful. Those are out of all questions. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 